As my Patron 26 wafts in the air on a day that was supposed to be so festival, as my Maker's Mark 46 sits in my glass waiting for it to be consumed on a day that was supposed to be so jovial, I give a shout out to my alma mater, North Carolina Central University, who was supposed to be celebrating their homecoming today. And I wish everybody greetings and salutations as we welcome you to the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs and sponsored by the Sideline Junkies and presented to you by Anchor FM. And hopefully we'll be able to bring some levity, some positivity, some jovialness to this situation and to help the Nubian Sumo do this tonight I bring in the big guy KG what's happening and the people's choice Don Rodriguez hello how are you so tonight we're gonna be speaking on a few different topics uh, especially speaking on the fallout of from the Hell in the Cell match that happened on last week and other things that will be going on within AEW, WWE, and other uh, organizations. But with the permission of my two cohorts, I will go ahead and get started with the That's So Nubian segment. Is that okay with you, Jim? I think it is. I think it is. You already know I'm here for it. And I do have a lot to speak on today. So um, we'll go ahead and start off with Impact Wrestling, of which they had their Bound for Glory pay-per-view on last Saturday uh, that that I spoke on on the last show. Some interesting things that came out of that, first of all, uh, in the opening pre-show, Ken Shamrock was inducted to the uh, Impact Hall of Fame and was inducted by through um, through video by Mick Foley, Bret Hart, Shale Sonnen from the MMA world and was inducted actually by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There were others that were involved in the induction, but those are the main ones that most folks would recognize or know. Then once we got into the pay-per-view, Rohit Raju wound up retaining his X-Division championship in the six-way match against Jordan Grace, Trey Miguel, Willie Mack, TJP, uh, TJ Perkins, and Chris Bay. Then that went into the Call Your Shot gauntlet, which was a um, Royal Rumble kind of style match that they had. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Titan Time was used very effectively in this match, I should say. There was supposed to be two-minute intervals, and they we were good to get maybe 30-second intervals in this match. So um, to run down the, the folks who... Um, were in it. Uh, you had Rhino came in first. Mm-hmm. Sean De- Sean Devari made it de- made his return back to Impact. Uh, I'm sure you remember him 
from 205 Live and NXT. Yeah. Uh, Larry D from Triple XL, Crazy Steve, AC Romero from Triple XL. Daniil Dashwood was supposed to come in, but was brought, but uh, Caleb, her photographer and social media expert, came in in her place. And once he was uh, eliminated, she wound up coming in. Havoc, Brian Myers, who had a very good showing, he wound up in eliminating like six people within the first half of the, uh, of the match. Swaggle made an appearance. Uh, Tom and Tommy Dreamer, of which they got together and and did a doomsday device while Tommy was on his knees and Swaggle was on the second uh, rope uh, against Brian Myers for a, a tribute to uh, Road Warrior Animal. Then there was Alicia, who was Eddie Edwards' wife, Kira Hogan, Taya Valkyrie, Fala Bob. The return of Cowboy James Storm, mm -hmm. uh, who came back in. Um, uh, he may be, be may be under contract. He may not be. He is under contract with the NWA right now. I haven't read or seen where that contract has ended. So there is talk of him maybe go, coming to uh, Impact. There is also talk of him making an appearance in WWE. We'll have to see. Um, Adam Thornstow came in and then his, uh, from uh, Reno Scum, and then his partner came in, Lester the Legend. Heath, uh, former, formerly Heath Slater, Sammy Callahan, and it ended with Hernandez. Now, you, one, of the, one of the caveats to this match was, was that if Rhino or Heath won the match, then Heath would wind up getting a contract with Impact. But if they didn't, then not only would he not get the contract, but Rhino would lose his contract as well. But our winner became Rhino, who wound up uh, getting the, getting staying in the and lasting the match from from entry number one. So Heath Slater ha Heath has his contract and will be wrestling for Impact, and we'll see what Rhino does with the trophy for the call your shot because he has shot at any title at any time that he wants so we'll see how that goes um you had moose defeating ec3 in a match that was outside of the impact uh zone uh you had kim shanbrock who uh tapped out eddie edwards in a four-way tag title match the north wound up defeating austin ace austin and madman fulton the good brothers and the motor city machine guns and Alex Shelley wasn't able to be in the match because he caught a pile driver on, upon his entrance by Josh Alexander, and he wound up get, getting taken out of the match. So um, Chris Saban ended up having to wrestle for the Motor City Machine Guns by himself. Uh, they gave him the option to wrestle or not, and he chose to wrestle, so he went in by himself. Then you had Deanna Perrazzo who was supposed to be in a match with Kylie Ray, but something happened to her. And then he had the appearance, the reappearance of Sue Young, uh, mm -hmm. who, wound up, who wound up winning the match. Now, we don't know up to this point what happened with uh, Kylie Ray. Uh, we don't know if Sue Young attacked her, if Deanna Perrazzo attacked her, who did it or what happened. So we're still looking to see what happens with 
uh, Kylie Ray at this time. And then in the main event, you had Eric Young versus Rich Swan. And Rich Swan wound up winning the Impact World Championship. So now you have a husband and wife team, the second husband and wife team to hold the Impact and Knockouts Championships, the first being John Morrison and Ty Valkyrie. Uh, to hold those two titles together. Uh, when Monday, when Tuesday came around for the Impact show, there was a forced match between Eric Young and Rich Swan as there as Rich Rick, Eric Young demanded his rematch, and he wound up losing. So Rich Swan is still at this point the Impact World Champion. So we'll have to see what goes on there. Uh, there will be. Um, uh, another pay-per-view on November the 14th, which will be Turning Point. They haven't started putting that tight, that um, um, card together yet, but they will be soon. And they have also announced on Impact that the Knockouts Tag Team titles will be returning to Impact. Uh, they will start a an eight-tag team tournament in the next in three weeks, and the new champions will be crowned at the Hard to Kill pay-per-view in January. So a uh, lot to look forward to with Impact Wrestling, uh, as, as, as well as um, MLW, who has now uh, made the announcement through a vignette that they did on their um, Pulp Fiction uh, YouTube show, that their restart will begin on November the 18th. Um, filming on uh, doing the original shows on Fubo Sports, which is an app, which is a sports app that you can get on your phone or device, and those will be on Wednesday nights at seven o'clock. And then you can also watch on BN Sports on your cable or um, internet uh, on Saturdays at ten p.m., which they've just signed a new deal with BN Sports to distribute their. Um, uh, MLW Fusion show. Now on to the NWA, where we have wait, minute, wait, 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 James. Sorry, sorry, I forgot. D did you say who's the um, the TNA champion? Uh, that would be non-existent, but oh, is, on impact. <laughs> you know, you know, that he is the uh, TNA World Heavyweight Champion. But you yeah. said you said who is who's yeah. What about the Impact Champion? Impact Champion is uh, Rich Swan. Who? <laughs> Rich Swan. Oh, oh, that dude that he was hating on. You talking about Rich Swan? Rich Swan. You know the one to dance and stuff that you don't like, Rich Swan. Yes, that very one. Yes. Oh, he's a champion. <laughs> yes, he is a champion. Yes. Rich Swan. Rich, Rich Swan from, Mar from married to uh, Sue Young. Yes. Rich Swan, yes. yes, married to Sue Young from Baltimore with the nappy <laughs> hair and the and the coon dancing. Yes, Rich Swan. Yes, the one you don't like, Rich Swan. Yes, the one I hate, Rich Swan. Yes. Damn, I really liked him too. So now on to something relevant. You mean Rich Swan? Uh, in the NWA, there are two new champions, one being formerly known as Elijah Burke and or D'Angelo De Niro, 
I thought he was injured. Vicky Dice to become the new uh, world television champion for the NWA. Wait a minute, and wasn't he uh, injured, James? Isn't that why he that, was uh, commentating for a long time? Yes, he was injured for a while, and he was doing a lot of commentary, and now he's back uh, wrestling on a, uh, on a pretty decent basis with the Good NWA. For him. Good and, for him. Uh, and now he's won, the, won a very uh, significant championship. Just uh, to, to see where that goes with him. And uh, hopefully, maybe with this with this uh, uh, relationships that the NWA is starting to have with uh, Impact and with um, AEW, we may see him show up at some point on one of those shows. And speaking of such, uh, Serena Deeb, who most folks will remember as part of the uh, Straight Edge Society with CM Punk, who got her hair cut bald. Uh, for a while, has now has defeated Thunder Rosa on primetime live last Tuesday, and is now the new world MWA World Women's Champion, and defeated that and def- and defended that title, I should say, on the next night on Wednesday night on AEW. So um, they're looking to do a lot of things with her. Um, I'm thinking that uh, AEW is going to end up signing her too, so she may be doing some double dipping there um, that they've allowed some um, wrestlers to do. So we'll see how that goes and see what happens there. Now, um, finally, we'll go to uh, New Japan, where on October the 23rd, they had the first night of their Power Struggle Tour. They um, established a lot of things that's going to be happening over the next few, over the next month or so. So. Um, they established a lot of matchups that they're going to have for the Power Struggle pay-per-view that's going to be on November the 7th. So they've already had matches and whatnot um, during this tour, which is going to culminate on the uh, on uh, November the 2nd. So some of these matches that will happen is um, you'll have Hiromu, Takahashi and Bushi from Los Ingubernables de Japón going after the um, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions against Kanamaru and El Desperado from Suzuki-Goon, which will be that show's main event. Then on November the 2nd, the main event will be Yoshihashi and Goto, two-thirds of the Never Openweight tag team, three six-man tag champions going after the IWGP heavyweight tag team championships with uh, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. And on the second, you will also be getting the entrance for the best of the Super Juniors uh, to be announced that night. So that tournament will be starting here very soon. Also, you have... Um, you will have on the 7th, which will be the Power Struggle pay-per-view, you will have uh, Minoru Suzuki, who is the Never Openweight Champion, defending his title against Shingo um, Takagi, which is, uh, that'll be Suzuki-Goon versus Los Ingubernables. You'll also have Kenta, who will be defending the uh, briefcase that he got, uh, that he won in a U.S. title tournament uh, uh, qualifying um, uh, tournament that they had. 
So he won the tournament and is now the number one contender for the United the IWGP United States Championship held by John Moxley. And so he will hey he, he just like with Money in the Bank, you have to defend that title, that briefcase. So he's going to be defending that against Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, you also have Okada versus the great Okan, who is uh, the first member of the new Will Ospreay faction called the Empire. He is a former young lion who went on an excursion to, to England and is now come back, who has established his character as the great Okan, who is a, who is a mythical uh, Japanese uh, legend. In um in their history, so um he's come back as uh, that character and has done very well with it. Um, has won a lot of titles uh, with it over in uh, England. So um he's he's going to be doing that uh, uh, wrestling against Okada, who Will Osprey turned on to start the faction. Then you have um, Ibushi, Kenta, uh, Kota Ibushi will be defending the uh, G1 Climax briefcase or contract that he just won against Jay White. And whoever is holding that, tie, that contract on January the 4th will be, defend, will be in the main event to wrestle for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships against Tetsuya Naito. Then you also have Toro Yano, who is the king of uh, pro wrestling 2020 trophy holder who will be defending that against um, Zack Sabre Jr. And that will be some type of stipulation match, which is the re which is what that title is, is that it's a title that will be defended only in stipulation matches. And being that New Japan doesn't really do stipulation matches too often, it's just a wrinkle. It's a, it's a nice wrinkle to see, kind of, to, every now and then. And then defending the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, Tetsuya Naito will be going up against Evil in the in that main event. So that will be on November the seventh. Uh, we will, uh, of course, I'll let you know what's going on with that as well as anything else that happens in the world of independent wrestling outside of WWE and AEW. And if anyone has any questions or comments to make, now would be the time. I have a question, James. You did a good job. I appreciate that. Always informative. But we're talking about Rich Swan, Rich Swan? Yes. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure you didn't really clarify it was that Rich Swan. So yes, I and I did you, that, uh, that. I did that purposely. I appreciate you breaking that down. Yes. KG, did you have a question about Rich Swan? Just because he won the title, do you like him a little bit now? Nope. Is he at least your fifth favorite champion currently right now behind Dylon, 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 and Dylon? No, I would put Dylon, 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 and Dylon above him. That would make him the fifth one? No, that would make him the last one. 
Same thing. That's okay. That's okay, James. Your love affair with Rich Homie Swan one day. I know. But since you're already salty and, you know, pretty much uh, giving all this um, high blood pressure from all the salt you're pouring out, I figure we might as well talk about your next salty event that happened this week being Halloween Havoc. So go ahead and tell us how you feel about Halloween Havoc. Before I talk about exactly what happened at Halloween Havoc. Well, KG brought up an int- a subject the other day you know, within our little chat between the three of us that we have uh, talking about the show and other things. And, you know, he asked the question about how we felt about the WWE using Halloween Havoc and Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal and Bash at the Beach and all these other uh, Dusty Rhodes inventions, thoughts, uh, matches, pay-per-views that have uh, they've been using here recently. And I expressed myself in saying that I felt that it was a slap in the face to the Rhodes family, that they would use this. They don't need it. They don't deserve it. Yes, they did buy it. It came with it. All came with the WCW um, purchase. But they're only they're only using it to just put it in the put salt in the wound of the Rhodes family, and I just. I despise WWE for doing that. I mean, it's 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 just unnecessary. How uh, they keep Co- Cody Rhodes from having his last name, from having um ha- having all of his father's uh, inventions, all of his father's um all the things that his father came up with, and they're just using it as fodder to just smear all over the face of the Rhodes family. So it upsets me being a Dusty fan, being a Rhodes family fan. And I just don't understand why they would want to do it. I mean, I can only see it being spiteful. A slap to the face. Tell us how you really feel. Would have made you feel better if uh, in the championship match for a North American title, it was a triple threat that had Rich Swan in it? No comment. Okay, I guess we'll take that as a yes, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well can, I, can I get in here? Can I, can yeah, I get a I word in about, there? I was, about to, I was about to slide it to you, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, I... I I, I I agree with James, which is not hard to do because he 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 states the facts and nothing but the facts. I I don't like in your house, Halloween Havoc, uh, War Games. Those are pay per views. If you're not gonna have them as pay per views, don't fucking do them. Mm-hmm. That you you you're taking away from and maybe I'm stuck in the past. 
But those are old NWA pay-per-views. And you're taking away from the luster of those pay-per-views and, and uh, uh, what was it, Fall Brawl, things like that. The WCW and, and, and NWA pay-per-views or WCW slash NWA pay-per-views that WWE has the, 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 the naming rights to. Get that. Cool. Great. But don't dumb them down and water them down and put on bullshit. Make them live up to the hype. If you can't make them live up to the hype will be better than what the old ones were, don't fucking do them. That pisses me off. Because you got the talent, especially in NXT, to do uh, top-notch pay-per-views. And get you can make money off of it. Come on now. So you rather you guys would rather them never use the the stuff that they purchased. Just never use it. Like not it has free. Been. If you, if you're not gonna pay proper homage, don't use it. Who they because, pay? I mean, they have. I mean, what homage would they have to pay? They own it. Yeah, if you own it's it, it's on the but, network. I That's get the that. proper homage right there. But what, think are, about, what else do they have to do? Th- think about the, 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 the Halloween Havocs of the past. Think about the legendary things that happened at Halloween Havoc, at it, Fall Brawl, at War Games. Yes, it is. The network. They, talk and, about, they talked about it. Did you watch it? <sighs> I Did wasn't impressed. Them talk, they, they gave, they gave. Yeah, but you're not getting what I'm saying. But you showed it on TV. Those are pay-per-views. So, for all this time, we didn't show it. We didn't reference it. It just now made the network, and the people like, man, we, you know, it's messed up. They bought WCW, can't even see it. Now they got, I mean, shoot, if you bought a car, a used car, and never drove it, what's the purpose of buying it? Okay, it's basically damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's, it's their intellectual property. Yeah, but it's not what they're doing; it's how they're doing it. There it is. I couldn't get that out. There it is. I could not. I could not. Well, what? And it's not even what they put. It's not even the product that they're putting out. That's not. That's not what my beef is. My beef is the way that they're treating Cody Rhodes. Now I give you. I'm with you on him not getting the Rhodes name and them doing that extra effort. To make sure that those things stayed out of Cody's hands. Well, he didn't have they, rights to them anyway. Does, he the, when, the, when the trademarks were up, when the trademarks came up on some of the things that did come, the trademark came up on, they went to the they went the extra mile to stall him out and keep him from getting what belonged what what rightfully belongs to their family. Especially well, the road. They didn't name. own it. The well, the road's name I'm with, but the the pay per view stuff. Dusty didn't own those pay per views either. But Dusty came he, up with those concepts. Yeah, but if and you when, came up with we, a good and, a shortcut, and, and Cody has always said he wanted to get all of his dad's concepts back to the family. Yeah, but I mean, you know, James, if you and your current job came up with something that was a shortcut or it was a good workaround and then a company adopted it, do you own that? Or is that company property? Oh, I'm making sure I get something from it. 
you're not getting anything from it. So the moment you tell the well, higher ups, hey, which is why I don't give ideas out like that. Hey James, you know we we noticed that you've been clicking this button more often than that button, and then your you know approval rating or whatever we're just saying that for the sake of argument is you know higher than everybody else's. Is that because you've been doing it? You know, doing it that way, like yeah, yeah, okay. So now the whole entire company's doing it, and everybody's game, approval rating game is, is up. game is so game is sold and never told. I ain't telling nobody nothing. If they if they noticed it, that's one thing. If they ask me about it, I ain't telling them shit. It's, the, it's still the same from. thing. They they have it, and you know, so it's not I, the the roads thing. I get, but if Cody would have taken that. And use Halloween Havoc, this is just from the business perspective, use Halloween Havoc and AEW, then the WWE wouldn't be able to use Halloween Havoc on the network. They wouldn't be able to reference it or anything else, but they paid for it. So what they already own in reference to the library for W yeah, how they they the only way they, they can use that library is to be cutting checks. They could have worked they could have worked they could have worked something out. Oh I now I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. And I We're not talking you. about indies anymore. We're talking about <laughs> Big Boy. No, I'm uh, talking about WWE. Okay. I'm talking about WWE. I'm going to give you an example. And I mentioned this on the show before. Okay. Mm -hmm. The WWE came to the NWA, and this is pre Billy Corgan. Okay. Okay. Came to the NWA. They were doing the thing. With, remember when Flair was in the middle of the ring with Shawn Michaels? He pulled out the NWA World Championship and was like, "This is what it's about. This is me. This is my legacy." Mm -hmm. All this, all that. Remember that? Okay. Now, prior to that, end up the WWE went to the NWA and they asked for permission to use NWA logos. NWA property and everything for that to happen. They That's one segment, James. They signed, one no, no, this, listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you where the fuck up comes. They signed the contract, they did the thing, they did they they, they actually it wasn't for just that one segment because they wound up doing vignettes and whatnot leading up to the match using NWA uh footage and all this and that, right? Using the NWA title and whatnot. When after Billy Corrigan bought the NWA, there was someone who said, "Okay, so we got this contract with the WWE for them to use our stuff. When does it end?" Yeah, no end date. Nobody put an end date on the contract when it's signed. So now. The WWE has rights to everything NWA to perpetuity because of that mistake. But that's not a, a, a apples to apple type of scenario. Yet, I mean, from WWE reaching it, across it, it, the it aisle, it can happen. But that was still technically, if they would have put an end date on it. That would have been the end after that uh, That creative was done. Then we're done. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a repeatable event that ha will continue 9 out of 10 to happen every year in October. 
No, because you could have put a contract together saying, okay, so you all, you have the video footage of all the ho Halloween Havocs that happened within WCW. But if somebody Googles Halloween Havoc, what is it going to Google search first? AEW is going to pop up first because that's the most recent date. So now, but then you're like, wait a minute, now I'm looking for WWE Halloween Havoc. But then, okay, well, I guess I'll just watch this AEW Halloween Havoc, and now you're an AEW fan, and you no longer watch WWE. From a business perspective, that's not good business, just based off the fact that you have a streaming service. You know, same thing with uh, Marvel and Netflix. Marvel said, okay, we kind of want to go ahead and start, we're going to have our own network, Disney+. Plus." So we're just letting y'all know. So we're not going to produce anything else. Netflix was like, all right. Now, Netflix doesn't own Marvel or the rights to uh, Daredevil and uh, Luke Cage and, and the Punisher and all that stuff forever. It just had it while they had that contract that was available for them to be able to produce shows. So when that contract is up, it's done. But they said, oh, all right, under the contract terms, you got two years after the last episode airs before you can produce something with the same characters and, and stuff like that. So, so that's just how you're it saying that You're saying that Luke Cage, The Punisher, and all these shows that Netflix did with them, they're not going to be able to show anymore in they, reruns or if somebody wanted to watch them, they can't be on the network? They, they can, but they blocked um, Marvel from doing anything with it for two years. WWE oh, just, could have done something like that, but the problem is... No, let, let me finish. They could have done something like that, but the problem is after the two years, you still have Halloween Havoc being searched in search engines relating to AEW. That's why I brought like, that up. So have, even after a, a certain like amount have of time... Search engines, look, people looking at search engines for Luke Cage, The Punisher... And anything else on Netflix? It'll make still, because that's no, because that's all. That's where they exist now. Marvel told them, "Hey, you guys can go ahead because we don't have any plans to make anything yet in the next phase of the Marvel movies because they were still wrapping up uh, the Infinity Saga and all that. So we don't have any plans to use these characters. So if you guys want to still show it, you can because we don't have any plans yet." Disney Plus has it signed off saying, hey, they're focusing on, we haven't even had WandaVision air yet, and um, uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, they haven't aired yet. So they have no plans for any of those characters. Jessica Jones, nobody. You know, people are campaigning for Daredevil to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as well as I still think the Punisher should definitely be in the next Spider-Man or the Spider-Man after. But they just said, hey, just go ahead. You're cool right now because we're not using it. But once it hits Disney Plus, and if we decide to produce Disney Plus shows, it's done. You can't show it anymore. So they just still reaching across the aisle to play nice because it's just still good to get Marvel branding out there. But the problem is, like I said, two years down the road, if they search Luke Cage, does even well once it you know, let's say if they made it Luke Cage in 2023. It would ping Disney Plus before it pings Netflix. If you Wikipedia it, it'll show 
uh, that it was on Netflix and, and all those things and give you the backstory. But it runs the risk when you're in heavy competition with another brand that, hey, yeah, we don't want to give them, you know, the the rights to, you know, have the leg up when it comes down to all of the content and and viewership that we could lose from the network because we're we have all this stuff on the network but if they're watching halloween havoc on tnt for free then you know why should they pay 9.99 a month to watch some old stuff called halloween havoc and we're not talking you know ogs and um you know smart marks and stuff like that uh, of a particular age we talking about the young kids that are coming up all they know is Halloween Havoc because it just happened on NXT. They don't, they've never probably watched the match between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, which is arguably the best match that those two ever done together. And one of the best luchador, lucha libre, you know, just matches, period, that was not in Mexico. And also the match where I thought he killed uh, Rey Mysterio three times with them power bombs, But you know, they wouldn't know anything about that. So that's just my point. I'm just saying from a business perspective. I understand that Cody Rhodes thing, not being able to call himself Rhodes, that's effed up. Period. But, um, yeah, that's that. I think we'll never see eye to eye because James only has one eye. So we'll just have to agree to disagree. How about that? As usual. That's why I like you, James. <laughs> So, KG, word on the street is that before we go to the push, you got some new information for the peoples. So, I think it's about time for you to go ahead and educate them to uh, what could be happening in the near future. Well, I'm glad you gave me that great segue. All right, I'm taking it back now, see? It's over. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. So, something new that sideline junkies is going to get ourselves into and that that includes every show that we do we want to go live not don rodriguez live where you know we're we're banned from youtube because we're letting our dangling participle uh, participles out on the screen but whoa 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 don't you be using those 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 technical terms on this show (laughs) those are your words not mine good sir But um, one thing I want to say is it's not a new app, but it's a very reliable app, and that's Podbean. So everyone that listens to us here, we're not leaving Anchor. And we're already on Podbean. So you can go ahead, download Podbean, subscribe Sideline Junkies, so you can catch that live show. Now, is that Podbeam with an M or Podbean with an N? Pod bean with an N. Yes, let's make sure we know. That's right. As up. in Rowan Atkinson and Mr. Bean. Pod Bean. Yes. And that is the, the platform we will be doing a live show in the very, very near future. I'm talking like before this time next week, I want to do at least a dry run with every single one of these sideline junkies. So that if we can get seven to eight of us on at one time, oh, it's going to be a party. 
And I like that kind of party. So do me a huge favor. Go on over to Podbean. Download it. You can download it on your Apple iOS, Google Play. It's supported on both. You can download the app. Make yourself a profile. Make sure you follow Sideline Junkies. I'm watching. And then when we put that, we make the announcement for the live show, make sure you tune in and you're a part of that live show. Because I said it once before, this is a people show, and we want to give the people what they want. Got to give the people, give the people what they want. And we want y'all on this show. So, and the smoke. Oh, that's another thing. Hey, for all all, all my, my my cigar smokers, James, BJ, I I I'm, I really want to get those two together, and and I want to hear this uh, cigar aficionado talk. I I would have to bring my brother in law in on that one too, but that right there, it would just it's going to be fun. And I just want everybody involved, everybody that supports this show, that listens on the regular. I just want you involved. So please, 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 for the big guy, KG, please download Podbean so you can be a part of the live show coming up in about a week. Well, thank you, Kyle, sir. And with that, we leave you to somebody else that will hopefully be joining one of those live shows. This is Lante. As he gives us this week's push. Welcome, welcome to yet another installment of the push. Delonte representing Sideline Junkies. And uh, over the course of the past several months, um, I've covered a wide array of wrestlers, uh, whether it be singles competitors, tag teams, uh, you know, factions, um, you know, shows, things of that nature. Um, some wrestlers or tag, team, tag teams I've covered um, more than once. Uh, and the reason being is because of the activity or lack thereof in the ring. Um, this weekend, uh, we're going to discuss um, an interesting topic, um, something that's probably not on a lot of people's radars, but something that... Um, I've been thinking about, and it's uh, the NXT Championship, um, you know, whether it's a gift or a curse. Now, um, you know, as most of you know, my favorite wrestler, Karrion Cross, won an NXT Championship. Uh, he beat Keith Lee. Um, I mean, you know, I think it was time for Keith to drop the belt, even though he didn't have it for long. I think it was kind of like a buffer, per se, because it was time for Keith to go to the main roster. He's been performing pretty good thus um thus far. Uh but, you know, um most NXT fans know that Karrion suffered a separated shoulder, so he was forced to give up the belt. And with that, they had a fatal four match in which Finn Balor would win um you know, becoming the second though a two time NXT champ. Now, with him winning, uh, he suffered a broken jaw, and it was so, so severe to the point where he had to have, you know, his surgery. He was in the hospital for a couple of days, and he hasn't even wrestled, um, let alone been seen 
on NXT um, on television. So, you know, it's a big question mark on whether if he's going to be able to keep it or if he's going to have to relinquish it. Um, and this won't be his first time, you know, Finn has relinquished a title because of an injury, um, which is unfortunate because he's a very talented wrestler. Um, you know, I just, I just wish that they, when he was on the main roster, they didn't focus so much on, you know, the Demon King. They kind of wore it out. Um, so I think that's why he retired it. But nonetheless, um, the state of the NXT championship, if it's a gift or a curse, um, I wouldn't really call it a curse just yet. Um, you know, we, we've seen two bad roles with uh, Cross and Finn Balor. But, you know, Adam Cole, he did um, hold the championship for a long time. Um, he had some great champs in the past. Alistair Black, um, Andrade, Andrade um, Kevin Owens, uh, you know, a lot, lot of great champs. Uh, Samoa Joe, um, Shinsuke. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of, quite a history with that title, but, you know, as of late, you know, it's just it'd be like these free accidents, like these bad injuries. So, you know, that, that does bring up a, a, a question if it's a gift or a curse. Um, nonetheless, we, here at the sideline junkies, we wish both Karrion and Finn speedy recoveries. Um, and we hope that they get well so they can get back in the ring and do what they do best. Uh, this is Delonte representing the Sideline Junkies. Oh, and before I um, part ways with you all, um, I want to encourage everyone to download um, the brand new uh, pod um, <clears throat> podcast uh, platform that we, the Sideline Junkies, will be using um, pretty soon. Um, and it's called Podbean. I repeat, I want everyone to download uh, Podbean. Um, where we will be broadcasting uh, in the future. And we'll also be able to have um, guests appear on, you know, some of our shows uh, as well. So get a chance. Download Podbean and, you know, look forward to hearing this on there. This is Delonte representing Sideline Junkies. Shout out to the brothers, the Don, KG, and the Nubian Sumo. Um, everyone be safe. Social distance. Uh, these COVID cases are starting to rise. So if you have to go out, go out. But wear a mask. If not, stay home, you know. You know, eat from home or you want to eat out, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Caviar, what have you. Everybody be safe. Peace. And ladies and gentlemen, we have returned. And now we're now getting, we're getting into, into the good the stuff. Good stuff. Well, Not saying that y'all stuff wasn't that good, but.
You got reverb on your stuff, something? You got an echo. Yeah, that's because I like hearing myself more than I like hearing you, James. I bet you do. <laughs> so, the good stuff, I couldn't call it anything else, but I get it, Us. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso uh, this week had, uh, I guess, the next chapter written in this uh, creative storyline that's going on between Roman being the tribal chief and and Jay as a result of Hell in the Cell being, I guess, what you could kind of say, indentured servitude. And uh, it ended up being Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan. But by the end of SmackDown, that's what Jay was uttering. I get it, Us. I get it. So I want to know from you two guys, do you have the emotional attachment to the storyline? Is it run its course? Are you happy to see what's coming next? And let's just say we'll take Dwayne out of the equation. So let's just say that The Rock is not going to be the at the precipice of the end of this creative. So outside of that, if there was something else to happen and go down, you know, how do you guys feel? So I'll start with KG. What do you think about uh, this Roman Reigns storyline? Of course, I feel it could keep going. I, I'm still invested in it. I mean, it, it, it deals with family. You got so many different ways you can go. And there's always that, what you call it, swerve that can happen. So I'm I'm totally invested in it. It's, it's not old to me. I mean, you got to keep it going. So it all depends on where they go next. And you're taking Dwayne out. You're taking The Rock out. Okay. Take him out. You still can push this to the end of the year. You can push it probably until WrestleMania if you do it right. That's just my thoughts. Okay. What about you, James? Bravo. Bravo. I don't know who, if they took acting classes or who their acting teacher is, but they need a Kevin Nash inspirational moment. <laughs> because I don't know where all that came from, from Jay Uso, but. He had me, I, I mean, I'm sitting here working. I'm supposed to be working. And I got my eyes glued on the television looking at this dude and like, where is this coming from? I'll interject really where quick. Has this be, where has this been? That's a better question. But uh, he said in the interview that all, they're running off of talking points. They are not, their their uh, promos are not scripted, is not written anything. They just give them a couple little dabs, and they're letting them do this organically for Roman as well as for the first time, Jay. And I get that, but I mean, I mean, for for Jay to be so quiet all of this time, I mean, you've always had you you've had he's had his moments where he's talked and the welcome to the Uso Penitentiary, all this stuff, all the talking junk and whatnot. But this is where the Usos have needed to be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't, and I've, I got a little, you got a little bit of it from the hell in the cell from Jimmy, but Jay, 
Jay has got me all in on this storyline. And I was ready for it to end. I was kind of waiting to see how it was going to end, if it was going to end in Hell in a Cell. But I'm all in on this damn storyline. And it's all because of Jay Uso. That's awesome. And then keep in mind that Jimmy still, I, I think he's cleared. They're just not bringing him in yet because they wanted to rope everybody in with the, the Jay side of things. But I think uh, Jimmy should be coming very soon. And then at Survivor Series, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Roman approaching Naomi, Nia Jax, and, uh, Tamina, and he may have a conversation with the straitjacket. So I, I think uh, that would be a, a nice little thing as well for the quote-unquote family to all be together behind Roman Reigns. So regardless of a Raw or SmackDown affiliation, it'll just come down to the family. So, or if they're going to call themselves at that point the Samoan Dynasty, and then shoot, you could throw Samoa Joe in there. He may not be related per se, but you know, it's. Uh, I don't know if they'll be able to use. I don't know if they'll be able to use a Samoan Dynasty. Well. Pretty some much of the other, some of the other family members are using that, like Rikishi and whatnot, using that in other organizations. I know they're I using mean, it a lot. I know they're using it a lot in Knox Pro, which is um, Rikishi's organization. Fed, yeah, it's fed. But, but uh, I mean, Rikishi can be there too, because I mean, he can, he can still put in some work. But I mean, you can have those uh, stretch creative moments with Rikishi being there. And everybody else just falling in line. So as we talk about this family thing, if we are going to put Dwayne back on the table and we're talking falling in line and everybody is in the way and then uh, of Dwayne getting through, there you go. You you know what, uh, gentlemen? Mm -hmm. You want to... I'm trying to find... uh, a name that would translate very well for the whole entire family. Uh, but uh, that's, I mean, you got to take something from the culture that would mean a lot to everybody involved. So, I mean, when you're thinking about names, you know, that's that's what you got to do. Well, I mean, maybe they I'm don't just... name them. Maybe they don't name them. I mean, there's really no need for them to have a name. I mean, really. I mean, usually, usually folks have they put folk, uh, names on folks like that, or teams, or factions, or whatnot, because they just need it. It's something to add to. But I don't see where they would need it. They could just. I think, be- I think the most telling sign of uh, how everybody's getting hooked in is just to take a moment and clock the Paul Heyman talk time. It's not that much. And, and that's that's when you know you really have magic because when Heyman, all you need is just his facial that to, to, to do the service that his mouth normally would. That's when your guy is ridiculously over. 
that's when your your storyline, whoever's writing or, or or curating this, has got it on point. So you know what, kudos. Don? You know what, What's Don? Up? I had to think about what you just said, and um, after some careful consideration and thought, I got a me to you. For what? The facial instead of the mouth. Sorry. I'm sorry. Who? 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 Sorry. I got to. I got. I got to meet to you. All right. Uh, I, I guess I'll just have to have to take that one. You, you know what? Jeff? On the chin. Here we go. I'm going to go ahead and gloss over that. <laughs> Step over and keep walking. But I'm sitting here and I'm I'm on Google and I'm trying to find uh, just different names that you could use. And I'm, I actually found a, 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 a English to Samoan dictionary, which is absolutely awesome. So please, by, by next week, I'll have a name for the whole entire family. Because I'm about to dig deep into this. <laughs> oh, if you don't get him too? <laughs> For what? I'm about to dig deep into the dictionary. That's not what you say. He's just trying to deflect off of uh, How am I deflecting? That was clear that's as day. That's, 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 no, that no, was no, clear as day. So, okay. Let's move on. So he gets a pass. He gets a on, pass. I'm yes. gonna dig deep into this. Yes. Wow. Okay, James. Okay. Well, we, we see where your preferential treatment is. And that's what brings you said, us. You nah, said nah, he nah, didn't nah, have nah. to use his facial because he, he had, all he needed was his facial because he didn't need to use his mouth. Come on, man. He said he about to <laughs> dig deep into this. Nah, not the same. We knew what he was talking about in the dictionary. Yeah, we know what we he's talking about. Talking now is the dictionary, really? The the anary part was kind of not as well stressed as the first part of the word, but... You're reaching now. Let's move on. You're reaching. Y'all just mad. Why are you mad? I know. I know why you mad. It's because... There was no tie this week at Hell in the Cell. That's a lie. No, it is not a lie. It is a lie. How is it a lie? Because you and the man of the hour, Delonte, tied for Hell in the he Cell. He don't count. He made picks. You he tied. He don't count. Four he picks. Don't count. Oh, oh, he, he doesn't. Don't he doesn't count. count. He doesn't. He, he doesn't count, count when he's about to beat you. He, he doesn't. He doesn't count, count when he's about to beat you, but he counts when he's on the bottom of the of a tie. With KG, the the pay per view before, he was not in the picks. Between he made the three picks. of us. Between he the three, of us. he is he an independent. He is an independent in, contributor. He was in. He was included <laughs> in the one before, so he's in this one now. So don't be no, nah, don't do that, Delonte. Y'all still mad? I got you back, Delonte. I got you Either, back, bro. I got your back too, Delonte. I'm just saying, they so salty. Uh, that they don't even want to acknowledge the L. They just like, well, no, man, you tied. You still lost, gentlemen. 
I accept my L. Yeah, I take my L too. But you're trying, you're trying to take Delonte out of the picture. Don't try to deflect now. You deflecting again. I'm not deflecting. Yes, I was you are. tracking it based off the three of us and our picks. And now you have to track it against the four of us because Delonte is included. So that means you tied, sir. That's not in the contract. Oh, that's in the contract. Not my contract. Okie dokie. But either way, since y'all lost, which is really all that matters, tell me what you thought about Bailey v. Sasha. You want to take that first there? It was a decent match. I mean, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to, but you know, I, it was a, it was a good match. So we'll just so since they're now so now that she's broken her losing streak in Hell in a Cell, now we have to see if she can actually defend the thing once or twice. But does she need to defend it against Bailey again? Like you just beat her. I thought we weren't doing instant rematches anymore. No, instant re- uh, rematches weren't guaranteed is what they said. Yeah, but <laughs> let's be honest. Why are we seeing those two wrestle again when there's other people Sasha can wrestle? Because it's money, and when Sasha beats her, then it gets out of the way, and they can move on to something else. To who? To who? whoever. Whoever they want to build up. Whoever they put up against Bailey Ooh. or Sasha is Ooh. going to get the going to get the rub. Ooh. Ooh. You know who? The EST of WWE. Agree. That's well, all got I got. Her, they've got her in the Survivor Series match, so I mean that's a start. Mm-hmm. They are pushing her. I can't. I can't. I can't say that they're not pushing her now. So I mean, they, 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 they can't her, help but to they, push her. They're giving her a big. Oh, they they can they can they can stall her out if they wanted to. Now they they could. They just don't. They still don't have the depth. Hell, here's my question: How many women are in the women's tag team division? I only count one tag team. Well, you got you got your champions. Yeah, that's the one tag team. Uh, Dana Brooke and um, what's her name? Oh, uh, Dana Mandy Brooke. Brooke okay. and, uh, that, that's two. You got uh, well, hold on. Who's the other one? Who's the other, uh, Riot Squad? Okay, that's three. Uh, who else? Uh, they can put together any 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 two people. I mean, they they look they, they were looking like they were gonna put together Peyton Royce and uh, Le, uh, uh, Le, Lacey Evans at one point. They just don't have. The that, yeah, I remember. remember when they had that four way tag, so they put them two together. I mean, they can just put people together and make them make them work. Yeah, but why did they break up the iconics when? You don't have the depth in the division. Like now, we just have the belts, and they're going to be the longest reigning tag champions in uh, women's tag belt history, just because you don't have anybody. 
Isn't Peyton's contract about to be up? Not sure. I was hearing, I was reading rumors that there was a possibility that she could go to AEW to be with her husband. I would hope, I mean, she would still be in the 90 Day No Compete, but I would hope that if that was the case, then under normal WWE thought process, then they would be pushing Billy Kay out of spite. Well, they gave her a match this past Monday. Yeah, and she got a, I mean, it was, she didn't get destroyed, but I mean, You know, it wasn't it wasn't something to write home about. They're not pushing her, pushing her. Like, you know, Lana, she's just the queen of going through the table right now. Oh, you know, that's strictly Spike. I don't care what oh, you yeah. say. Yeah, but Rusev did give her props on saying, hey, she's not going to say no. Table and whatnot. Come on now. But then again, on the flip side, this could also, she could come out of this better than what she went in. Case in point. The first thing, uh, as I was looking at that, I'm like, man, she's going through it again. Gosh, you're paying the price for Rusev. The first thing I thought was the curtain call. Everybody else dipped. Triple H, he had to take the heat. But look, he came out on the other end. Way better than way way he started. But see, that was that was good for Triple H to take the heat for the curtain call because of what it did for his career because it put him... Yeah. It put him in, uh, in a program and in the same uh, uh, realm with The Rock and Stone Cold beefing for that Intercontinental Championship. And that three-way beef, when it went to the next level and it became for the WWF Championship, it, that's what made the Attitude Era. Yeah, but he had to go through a few pig pen matches with old boy first before he got to that. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, going through the table that could that could be her pig pen, and then she may come out of this buying for the championship and actually possibly win. It's a possible. It's it's out there. It's a possibility because it is duly noted that Vince does respect people. That yeah, I'm gonna put you through the ringer, but if you're like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You give it your all. He respects that. Kind of like the shorty G thing. Yeah, yeah, but he bury you too. He, you you keep taking oh, that. Yeah. He'll he'll bury the shit out of you. But that's yeah, when but you go like, out there and perform like in a lackluster saying, way. That's like Don was saying. If you go, if you take it on the chin and be like, okay, yeah, I know I'm gonna have to go through this table about ten more times and whatnot, and I know I might get my ass whooped in this uh, Survivor Series match, but if this gets me to a title run at some point, then okay, I'm down with it. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, I mean, it's just going to be seen because she's. She, go through, I'm sure Shorty D, G didn't want to go through being Shorty G all that time, not knowing when he was going to have to stop being Shorty G. And now all of a sudden, you know, I want to be who I am. You know, I want to. I want to show who I am because, you know, being, you know, taking it on the chin and whatnot. You know, it's not. It's not. It's not a good thing all the time. So I'm going to show who Chad Gable really is. Well, the Shorty G thing was all Vince. He wanted. Right. He, he was behind uh, Gable, and he wanted to push him. It just didn't pan out, so Vince pulled the plug on it, saying, "All right, we're done with it. Go back to uh, you know Chad Gable again." So that was a. Uh, it just didn't work out and catch on with the people, and then COVID didn't help anything. So there was just sure. no way for people to get invested into the character. Should have left him alone. 
That was a rib on going on Chad Gable. That's just like putting Dusty in the polka dots. Come on, man. Yeah, but what did Dusty do? He he he, he he owned the polka dots. Yeah, Same he thing. did. He took the polka dots and he took he, and he was like, okay, you want me to be in polka dots? I'll be in polka dots. I got no problem being in polka dots. Yeah, I'm gonna make and it blood. And it even cost them more money because you started with just Dusty and the polka dots, but then the lady that was uh, Sapphire got a uh, nice checks as well. What Dusty so you, made you basically sure she got, got yeah. So you got two uh, two superstars under one gimmick. Oh yeah, and you know, same legend thing with has, Dustin. Legend has it that he didn't really want her. No, he didn't. She was a limousine driver. She was driving. He was one. She was somebody that was driving the wrestlers around. You know, uh, from from the hotels to the venues. So yeah, he 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 didn't know who she was, and you know, uh, you know, he kind of racist anyway. So, no, no, that uh, that came back in the, in the, on the back end with uh, Cody. So <laughs> it don't matter now. It's like, well, you ju- you just put something out there that I didn't know. So that that's what? news to me. He's kind of racist. Yeah, I didn't know that about Dusty. No, not Dusty. Who are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Vin, no, no. I I was saying that Dusty didn't want Sapphire. That was that was the legend. The legend is Dusty didn't want Sapphire. I always, I always thought Dusty was the one who brought her in. No, he, but once no, he they, found they out, put those two together just just to try it and see what happens. Just to, you know, like wow, well, this may help me get it all over a little bit. But then you know. I was always under the impression that he liked her, you know, because she she was a good spirit and she was a nice lady to them. And he felt that she would do something with the common man storyline to help bring it, you know, with, with the gimmick. So he brought her in and, you know, let her do what she did. Right. And, you know, he, pro- he probably kind of regretted it later because I did hear that she came she became a little bit of a prima donna a little bit toward the end, you know, but you know, maybe they were, they, maybe they regretted it on the back end, but I, I was always under the impression that Dusty brought her in. Again. I, I heard, now, legend has it that Dusty didn't want her at first, but once he got her, and Vince was like, okay, get rid of her, and Dusty was like, no, and they didn't want to pay her, so Dusty started taking up for her. And he started making sure she got the money that she deserved. And then he, once that that happened, it was no way in in, in four hills Dusty was getting rid of her. But it was more of a a, a f you to events, I guess, for what he tried to do. Yeah. Oh well, Vince has been messing with Dusty forever. I mean, look at look at Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> the name, Vir- name Virgil came as a rib against Dusty Rose, being that Dusty's real name was Virgil Ramos. Mm-hmm. And then when he went to WCW, what happened? He became Vincent. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's all kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I think Lana's going to come out of this with, with a better, hopefully a better opportunity because she's, just got that contract. Uh, was it towards the end of last year, if I remember correctly? Uh, right before Rusev left. Well, well, before he was laid off. Let me put it that way. 
and then he went to AEW. So she's in for at least, I think, two years. Unless they allow her to leave, which I doubt. Because, you know, that would just be something right there. Kip Sabian and uh, his wife-to-be with Miro and his wife. Yeah, that'd be a little too much. So I know that's not happening anytime soon. But speaking of AEW, for the final part, and I initially thought of James when I decided to add this onto their production notes. And that is all about Kenny Omega. Is he really back to his old self? Or is this a rehash that's not going to be believable? I mean, tell me, James. Because we have that Suzubian. You're covering New Japan. I know you've watched a lot of Omega matches. I know you are a fan of the cleaner character. But what do we have now in AEW? Tell the people what we are looking at. Which version of Kenny Omega are we witnessing? We are witnessing more of a DDT Kenny Omega than we are a New Japan Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega in New Japan was the best bout machine. Mr. Six-star, seven-star matches with Okada, um, all of the, the, the leader of the Bullet Club, uh, all, of, all of these things. Right now, uh, this is more of a DDT Kenny Omega where it's all about the jokes and being funny and whatnot. And even, 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 even though he's saying that he's bringing the cleaner back, this is not the cleaner. This is nowhere near the cleaner. The only thing that's making this anywhere close to the cleaner is the girls with the brooms. And I'm talking about the brooms and not the girls. So, I mean, I, you, we, we will, I doubt that we will ever see the cleaner Kenny Omega ever again. Uh, they'll probably, AEW will probably put together their own version of the cleaner, but we'll never see a new, the New Japan Kenny Omega cleaner. Bullet Club cleaner ever again. All right, so KG, I'm going to pose another side of the coin. How are you feeling about this entrance? Because Cody has a lot of pomp and circumstance, and his is already long. I prefer to see it when we had live audience, because then it it came across a lot better with him coming up through uh, the stage instead of from behind. But I understand that's just the only way to make that work. But Kenny's entrance is by God long as hell. And then by the time he appears, then he's standing there for an extra 20 seconds. And it's not like you have a long ramp. So everything gets lost in translation, in my opinion, in the what? 40 steps between him coming from the ramp to the actual ring. But KG, you tell me what you think. It's long as hell, as James said. I, 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 I could do without it. I mean, just get it over with. <laughs> but that's just me. So. All right, James, what's the infatuation with North Carolina? What do you mean? Well, this time he has a friend in North Carolina, is what uh, Justin Roberts tagged in. Last week it was he had one of his best matches, I think, or something like that. In North Carolina. So what's uh I mean you're North Carolina. So I have I have no 
clue as to what they are referring to. And I was and I heard that, too. And I'm like, what what's this reference to North Carolina? Because I don't even recall Kenny Omega ever wrestling in North Carolina, really. Yeah, so, that's what I was co- confused as well. Is this a, a rib on Matt Hardy or uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm like racking my brain, especially after this week with, you know, I mean, he could have a really close friend in North Carolina, but uh-huh. what if next week we're talking about North Carolina again, like something has to give. What the heck is going on? I'll have to see if I can do some research on that, but uh yeah, I don't I don't know what the reference to North Carolina is for Kenny Omega. Uh I can't think of anybody that he's tagged with other than um Chase Owens, who was part of the Bullet Club uh before he left. And um uh, I can't I can't I can't figure that out. I, I haven't put my finger on that yet. So I'll see if I can put something together for next week and see if I can figure it out. Okay. So since I guess the general consensus is that we're not really getting the true Kenny of old, are you cool with the Kenny that we are getting, James? No, I'm not. I'm not. Especially if they're going to start calling this Kenny Omega the cleaner again. You know, he can be any. He can he can come up with another name and and make it and make it who whoever he wants. He could be the janitor. You know, he'd be the custodian. <laughs> he could be, you know, the slop guy, the mop guy, whoever he wants to be. But he doesn't need to call himself the cleaner. Uh, well, what, would, the cleaner. what would it take to bring him, to make him the cleaner? A true, a, a, a Roman Reigns type heel turn. Because when he was the cleaner, when he was Kenny Omega, the cleaner, and with the bullet, leading the bullet club, and he had uh, uh, young bucks and and the guys behind him and whatnot. He couldn't be touched. He was untouchable. I mean, I mean, he was a true, died to the wool heel. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the one that initiated AJ Styles to be jumped out of the Bullet Club. He was the one that turned that turned. Uh, the Good Brothers now, Gallows and Anderson, against Kenny Omega in the Bullet Club to jump him out. So they were like, "What are you doing? Why? Why? What are you doing?" He's like, "He's leaving. He's leaving us. You know, he's leaving us. What are you? What are you gonna? Why are you backing him up?" And then they was like, "Okay, you're right." And they started jumping on. So, yeah, I, I, this is not the cleaner. We will never see the cleaner again. Uh, and I don't know why they're trying to, this is, this is just like keeping the NWO together after all of the different sub factions that they had in WCW, where NWO just turned old and was unnecessary toward the end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's just unnecessary. They should just, they should, they, if they're going to do this, they need to do it under another name. And just try to establish a new character for him, maybe similar to the cleaner. But no, this is this we will never see the cleaner, the true cleaner again. All right. So then, last uh, thing I'll bother you with in this uh, Kenny Omega saga. How do you feel between the two of you guys about? I'm just going to call this a curated tournament to have the end result of what we have now at full gear. 
being Hangman, Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega, former partners that haven't resolved any true issues that divided the tag team to now be going against each other for the opportunity to face whomever is going to be the world champion. It was so. the scenic. It was the scenic route to the inevitable, like you said. You just took the long way around, you know. Just to, so we'll see what happens within the match. You know, Kenny seems to be showing a little bit of aggression now. You know, kind of showing the heel side, but you know, uh, we don't know. We don't know how the Hangman is going to respond to it. I mean. Is he going to end up being the one that turns heel? Is he is he going to get help from FTR and Tully Blanchard at some point? Is this when they're going to actually put them put them together? You know, so I mean, is he the oh, is that he, would be bad? Is he the missing finger when they throw up the fingers? Is he the missing finger? Yeah, especially since now that they're saying that Sean Spears is not affiliated with FTR. So, you know, we'll have to see. But um, it'll be interesting to watch just to see how it goes down. Now, if they do that, I think, in my opinion, the smartest way to do it is to have Kenny Omega win just like he did when he debuted this new slash returning gimmick against Sunny Kiss. It's going to have to be a book squash, and that's it. No, it I don't think be, it's, it don't should think be a, a long, drawn-out match. He catches him with the knee again, one-winged angel, done. It's going to be the main event of that show, so I doubt they'll make it a squash. I don't think it's going to be the main event. I you got Jericho. It, you got Jericho and uh, and uh, MJF. I'm thinking that's, that's your main event. I'm thinking that since that since this is the culmination of a tournament, they're going to make that the main event. No, I don't think probably, they'll make. That'd be first match. Not disrespecting anything else, but I'm saying to set the tone for the tournament. I mean, for the for the show, I think I would put that as the first match. Jericho's Jericho. You need to put him at the at at the end uh, in the main event. No, nah, but look at but look but nah, but look at look at what look at what they did with um, Hell in a Cell. Okay. You wasn't expecting that match to be first. Yeah, not really. Nah, truthfully, I wasn't. But then this is also the first time that we've had that many Hell in a Cell matches. You want to start your you want to start the pay per view off hot. So um, Omega versus start, Page would be hot. I would start Jericho and Jim JF to start because there's nothing coming out of that really, other than Jer- Jer- other than MJF being part Jericho's of your draw. You're going to book your draw in the first match? I got watch the rest of the pay-per-view. I've got a feeling that's going to be first. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see how it plays out. But, yeah, I will, you know, my money is, is Jericho. The money is always going to be at the end. Period. Everything else can switch around. But we'll see. KG, uh, what about you? Long overdue, because I always thought that uh, that Kenny Omega, and this goes back to 
when he was coming up to be a free agent and we talked about everywhere that he was going to go, how you could use him here, use him there. We mostly say he was coming to WWE. I think it's overdue. What is this? We going on a year now and he hasn't, has he had a title reign yet? No. So I think it's, I, I feel it's long overdue. Don't drag it out. Do it expeditiously. Give him the title. Yep. Well, we still got some time. Seven. What we gonna whoever, say, James? Whoever wins this match is probably gonna end up getting the title anyway, because you have to remember, Moxley has to go to New Japan at some point. Yeah, and Jericho's got to go on a cruise. Jericho's got to go on a cruise, but Moxley has to go to New Japan to defend his United States Championship, and most likely that's gonna be during Wrestle Kingdom. And he's going to have to be in some matches and whatnot to build up to this uh, match. So, and it's all and it's already to the point where they're starting to talk again, about, which they're not going to do because they've already set it up for him and Kenta. But they're talking about stripping him of the title again because he hasn't defended it in so long. And they have the most liberal title defense rule because you know, like in WWE. You have to. You're supposed to defend the title every 30 days. In New Japan, you got six months. So it's been beyond six months. But you also got to take COVID into consideration. But I think it's smart for him to let it go, uh, just so he can focus on what's going on here, uh, since he's involved in a lot. When it comes down to AEW. But then again, as we're talking about people going away, I'm curious to see how much longer they're going to stretch out this Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, uh, Murphy, Aaliyah, uh, dot, 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 everybody and their mama uh, storyline because we're not too far away. If I'm counting them us properly from Becky Lynch uh, giving birth. So they've got to wrap his stuff up too, and that's yeah. providing we go hopefully uh, not work the full term. Say it again. I'm just upset they had them kissing yesterday. You know how I feel about that. Yeah, I know. I was I was uh, segwaying into that as well because uh, I was I was thinking like, well, they're still hugging, and as I'm thinking in my head, like, yeah, at least they're not kissing. There it is. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. I love him. Yeah, like, what? What's love got to do? Got to do with it? Nothing. What's age got to do? That's the question. So, well, I mean, to her credit, though, she doesn't look 19. But still. Okay, uh, yeah, you, uh. No, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Uh, you you going into shady ground there, buddy? No, man. My mind. Age ain't nothing old. but a number. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to call Benson and Stabler on your ass. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No, man, you ain't calling Chris Hansen. I'm gone. <laughs> no, Chris Hansen over here talking about it. Uh, okay. Why'd you reply to this email? What? You go Age ahead, ain't nothing like. but a number. Love ain't nothing but a thing. Yeah, that was also another song, KG. Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to AJ, nothing but a number again. Mm-hmm. I got IC on speed dial. Don't, don't, don't mess around. <laughs> you too busy with Coco. You better watch it. 
Oh, yeah. But, you know, if you do... You no, know, he ain't got have, no problem driving to you because car shield cars go far. Ain't that the truth, man? As soon as he popped up on that, I was like, man, I'm about to get me some of that. Yeah, <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> Ice-T said it. I'm down. Ice-T and Chris Berman. Uh, you know, Berman, uh, you know. I'm over Berman. We've had enough Berman in our ESPN zone lives. <laughs> get enough Chris Berman. Come on now. No, I'm just joking. He's, Why? Uh, was it? Was it on Sundays? I think he does that. Uh, uh doing Sports Center, or was it? Uh, was it that he does the recaps for prime yeah. time? Is yeah, it Sunday. The, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's my favorite part right there. It's just hearing that OG Sports Center commentary when it when it just felt right when you're in the zone watching the TVs, and then all you hear is. It's, no, I can't say that one. Uh, <laughs> rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. There you go, because I got to watch out for y'all. Some of the stuff they used to say on uh, this the Sports Center vignettes. Can't say around James now. He's a little impressionable. Go ahead and say it. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm not saying it. No, no. Go ahead and say it. Why not? No, because it's preferential treatment right now. You've already you've already prefaced it. Everybody wants to know what you want what you want to say. So go ahead and say it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let KG you, go ahead. You, I promise you, I will not meet to you if you say it. I promise. Oh, like we can trust uh, Sumo. Yeah, you can trust me. <laughs> and hey, KG. Done. Trust me. Mm, okay. I'll talk about it next week. Like Jake Roberts. Trust me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> next thing you... Uh-uh. Yeah, you ain't gonna hit me with no Damien. Uh-uh. Or Lucifer. I got the one... I got the one that bit uh, Randy. He never named that one, did he? No, he didn't. It was just a python. Yeah. Do, do, did you hear him tell a story about that, though? Oh, I've heard it on. A, I've heard it. Oh yeah, several times. Times. Yeah. Oh it was yeah. On, actually, actually, he still he told it again on the last uh, story time. Yep. Man, he said he paintbrushed the hell out of that. That's another one. That's another dude that when he tells stories, you you can't not listen to it because that they're, they're so engaging. They're so funny. Like uh, the, when he had the feud with uh, 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 Rick Rude, and Rick Rude actually kissed his wife, and what he did before Rick Rude kissed his wife—that right there. If you don't know that story, please, please pull it up. It's on YouTube. Please find it. You gotta look at it, and it's just absolutely gangster as hell. But. And in and, and all actuality, I don't think there was there's not many better feuds than Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude. Because how savage is it, pun intended, for a man to come out beefing with another man, but when he pulls his robe off, he has that other man's wife on his tights. Mm-hmm. That is savage as fuck. I aspire to be that savage for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, and that, that's a good uh, final segue uh, 
you know, shout out to Rick Rude for sure. But definitely shout out to uh, someone that currently uh, we have to say rest in peace to the one true James Bond, Sir Sean Connery. So RIP to Bond, James Bond. No disrespect to Sean Connery. Rest in peace to you. If sir. you say Roger Moore, I am. I am. Hell on. I am. Are you shiggity in me? Oh, wait a minute, excuse me. I am. I'm about to take it to I Billy Kay. Are you joking me? Are you joking? Roger Moore. Are you joking Roger me? Roger Moore is the pan ultimate. Are you? Are you high? Stop. What they put in your cigar? Hey, it's a, it's good whatever they put in here, but it ain't got. I wish I wish we was live so people could call Ford. in and ask and people could ask you what the hell you smoking. But I don't know what so, pole that Roger Moore is beating Sean Connery. Well, I, I, that's for folks who really don't know what they talk about. I would technically but, put Piers Brosnan over oh, oh, really Roger Moore. Yeah, I'm not going yeah. to. Yeah, wait, wait I, I'm gonna say this, and I, I mean this wholeheartedly. I, I guarantee. I, I get it. I get it with everybody. Everybody was going with, you know, the original James Bond. I get that. But you also got to realize he played Jim Malone in The Untouchables. Mm-hmm. He taught me a way of life with that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Him and his uh, slapjack. If he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He put one of yours in a hospital, you put one of his in a morgue. You know why? Because it's the Chicago way. I've lived my life by that ever since I seen that movie as a kid. Like, I can call my mother right now and start it. She can finish it. We watch that every time it comes on TV. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give y'all the James Bond, but I'll take Jim Malone over that any day. But now we also need to bring it back to where we went to back home now, and we've also lost someone else, too. Need to give yep. a shout out and a rest in peace to the wild-eyed Southern boy, Tracy Smothers. Yep, one of the it's guys deep. who put who helped put ECW to where it was as one of the uh, full-blooded Italians. You know, who's a guy who put who uh, taught a lot of those guys the ropes and. And uh, put and did and gave some knowledge to some of those up and comers in ECW that brought them to where they are now. You know, you got a lot of guys out here who, uh, a lot of guys and girls out here who are giving him a lot of respect for bringing, helping them along with their career. So we need to shout out Tracy Smothers as well. Absolutely, absolutely. F you, twenty twenty. We can't take anybody else. We still got two months to go. Today alone has been a rough day. We lost Sean Connery this morning. We also lost gospel star Rance Island this morning. I was tore up about that. Mm. So, you know, today, just today was bad. I mean, this week has been bad. You lose Tracy Smothers. We lost uh, Herb Adley. For you young folks that don't know who that is, cornerback on the some of the greatest Packer teams and also was uh, won a championship with the Cowboys. Um, then you lose two icons a day. It, it's just hmm, twenty twenty is seventeen years long, and I, I'm 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 ready to head into twenty twenty one 
And maybe, maybe, just maybe, when we step over into 2021, somebody's got a DeLorean so we can go back in time and fix some things. Yeah, like that uh, clock tower. That's what we need to fix. Yeah. That thing's a death trap. It shouldn't be that much of an uh, electrical uh, conductor, but I'm just saying. So where do we go from here? Well, from here, we go into reminding people one more time to download Podbean. That's Bean ending with an N, as in Rowan Atkinson and Mr. Bean. And uh, continue to listen to us and all the platforms that you already are listening to us on. But on Podbean, you will have the opportunity sooner, very sooner than later, to interact with us in live technicolor real time that's also not overshadowing the fact that we will have at some point very soon uh our youtube debut and diversify your bonds konnichiwa anything else did i miss anything domo origato mr Rabato. wrap that shit up b james anything no, I think I'll cover everything. Oh, I guess I'll be nice. Shout out to James Alma Mater. I mean, you know. The North Carolina Central University, Durham, North Carolina. That's right. Uh, James was part of that. James was part of that graduating class that uh, helped Noah build the ark. So... <laughs> Them extra courses paid off because those animals all made it across okay. Mm. In shop class, he helped uh, make the staff for Moses. So, you know, I appreciate uh, <laughs> you taking the time to, um, you know, get that higher level of education, James. You were doing so well. Mm. You were doing so well. And now, uh, at least I'm not so bringing up the, the, the biggest failure in your life. Because you did have one job, James, and you're like, one important job you were given. One job. Don't let these fools touch the apple tree. What you go do? <laughs> oh, look at that rabbit. You go walk off looking at the rabbit and the other little animals, and then bam, there we go. Dummies touch the tree. You had one job. Just one. There was nobody else, you know, there. In the garden, nobody else was there. Just you, Adam, so Eve, James, and the tree. So well, and now <laughs> I got to end the show by saying, <laughs> "Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet." Don't say it yet, because you still really—it was just one damn job. Like there was no other. There was no Facebook, Twitter. You know, we didn't have cable. TV hadn't been invented yet. Hell, you didn't even have a magazine, so you couldn't be off in the corner just, you know, flipping, reading the pages or nothing. All you had to do was stay at your post, make sure these fools don't touch the tree. We'd be good right now. 2020 would be smooth as the other side of the pillow. Got that going, James. Got sidetracked by the bunny in the corner. It's like 
Yeah, you tried to you tried you said that well. You tried to type it on Twitter, but you obviously had a stroke when you was typing because it didn't come out right. What the hell is you talking about? Yeah, you need to go back and look at that uh, post that you put up, bro. Don't don't try to. I don't don't know what post you're talking about. Yeah, okay, you don't know what the post I'm talking about, but I really don't. But I'm giving I'm giving you what you deserve. I'm gonna give you something that you work toward. You des- you deserve this very much. So I've I've accomplished it. You've accomp- You have you have earned it. So on you mean what you're saying is unlike you, more like Rich Swan, I actually did my one job. You did a job. One you of did it, a one job. Of them, on yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Because okay, so, a, a is still singular, so that would mean one. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Being that you have worked so hard. Yes. You have done so much. Get it. Get it. So deserving. Glory. I'm going to end this show by saying. Fuck you, Don. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. He My got some sort complete. of. He got some sort of sick satisfaction out of that, and it's scary. My life so is I'm, complete. I'm gonna go ahead and just leave it be. Um, nice. So, uh, thank you for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to Podbean, and also don't forget to tune in to us tomorrow morning for the Sunday Rise NFL Week Eight. With the boss BJ and myself, the big guy KG. Go Ravens. Pretty much uh, Pittsburgh versus Baltimore is game of the week. Um, We'll get into that even more tomorrow morning. But as for tonight, that is it. That is all. There is no more show left. There is no more gas in the mothership. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.